0: Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast, the first time we've recorded the intro and outro before the actual bulk of the show itself. That you and I have done together because Laurie and I did this last Thursday uh, i don't want you no one cares about nxt <laughs> this is the main roster i'm Ollie Davis, and i'm joined
1: by Lou Gowen Hello Swap Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How was your birthday
0: weekend mate birthday weekend was good uh didn't really do much. <clears throat> Actually, I was taken to a pop up restaurant. Mm. Get this, a three minute walk from my house. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, because of the place I live, there's a pop up restaurant in a jean factory mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah. It's super hip. And I had many different flavors that I didn't know went together. And they combined them and they were tasty. Mm, excellent. Yeah. Such and as? Such as horseradish, celery, and trout. What yeah, celery yeah, was and trout. It was Great. Mm. Um, How do you feel about celery, comma, general? Celery, comma, general. I like it when it's a boiled thing. I like the taste Ooh. of celery. I do not like it when it's a cold, hard stick. Oh, that's the crunch. And I crunch it. Sure, yeah, that's nice. If it gave up, but there's a there's a few bits. So it's that there. one strand that oh, won't give up. That's the worst. And I'm like trying to yank that bit with my teeth. And I don't really like things that I can't chew. Everything has to be complete mush before I swallow it. Mm. I'd hate, like, any little bits of gristle freak me out. So, uh, yeah, yes. That's celery so, celery bo- come in general.
1: But this was boiled celery? This was
0: boiled celery, so it was fine. Okay. Um, and what was the, there was a weird, it was an aerated cucumber froth.
3: Oh, or, so, or Hello, something mate. like I can't even Our remember what it chef. was.
0: I know it was like Blumenthal himself, Aston <laughs> Blumenthal, had just walked in and torched, blowtorch the top of my chicken. Nice, which was actually a guinea fail. Far too posh to have just chicken there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it was lovely. It was it was a nice surprise. My lady partner made me Pokemon cupcakes. I saw. Got sent a very nice picture of yeah, them. Yeah, they were objectively awesome and very cute. Made more. They were cute adorable. By the 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 surprise on Pikachu's face, <laughs> yeah. she could only do one emotion mm. on the Pikachu's, and that was terror and surprise. Yeah, yeah. What sort of noise would they have made? Pikachu! Pikachu! <laughs> no, that's too excited. It's the Pika-no! <laughs> when they're being eaten. And then I, I saw my family at the on the Sunday because it's Mother's Day as well, mm-hmm. and made the foolish error of me and Anna riding our bikes to meet them because it was down the road from us and they all made fun of us why for daring to be cool <laughs> because they came there in a car yep. and you know just let's go and see Anna and Ollie in North London and they when me and Anna rode into shot I'm sure we looked like the quintessential hipsters yeah yeah and we were we were mercifully mercilessly mocked mm. because of that Cranky. How about your weekend? My weekend
1: was very nice. Uh, my wife and I went for a very long walk on the in Saturday prep. in prep for uh, Peru. So that was a, I think Peru it was a, a three four hour walk,
0: did seven miles, uh, lots of hilly stuff, good woodland areas. I did a similar amount of time of, uh, but but it was running. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So and which you think is actual exercise? Yes, it is actual and and walking exercise. is not. Walking is. Walking. <laughs> <laughs> necessity. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was very, very nice. We even walked through Chequers um, for a little bit. So we stood there, shook our fist at it, and then uh, carried on our merry way. Checkers, C- Chequers uh, being where the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom uh, goes to... The President of Great Britain. The President of Great Britain, exactly. Goes uh, for like holiday little getaways. It's where the checkers deal was made.
0: Ah, Yeah, it was weird because I hear checkers and I think, well, that's something. Theresa May.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm. The, the the president of England. And um, so we went there. Uh, well, I, it's a National Trust walk. So you kind of walk through the grounds a little bit and through the driveway. Um, and it was very nice. It was a really, really lovely walk. And then on the Sunday, we had a pampering day. We had some face masks and some like sock things that you uh put over your feet that are meant to sort of moisturize them like thoroughly mm-hmm. um had lots of like body scrubs and and things like that my skin felt great afterwards it was lovely and we, we... did it to each other uh well we yeah we did the face mask a Turkish to... bath yeah, a little bit yeah and we uh, we watched kung fu panda which is broadly fine um have you seen it before
0: uh yeah i the only times i've watched any kung fu panda movies has been when I've been very sleepy after a Christmas dinner. It mm, just seemed to good be good time. Yeah, yeah, ITV2, Christmas Day or Boxing Day. Yeah, good They're good on.
1: time for those to be on. Um, I thought, fine, two star movie, maybe at best. Um, to calibrate that for everyone else's expectations, that's
0: a one star movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, Fakidor uh, loves it, so mm. maybe I'm very much in the minority. We'll find out when this podcast goes out. Um, but before we get into the main show, I don't want to open up this can of worms again. Uh oh. But I had another wardrobe issue heading into work this morning. So, uh, you might remember a couple of weeks ago, I was building a shed for my friend Stagdew. Uh, I don't know if I told you the story about how we had like a wood burner that got very fudge filled with smoke and it just spread smoke out for everything and then my clothes really smelled of smoke. Well... We were very sleepy, very tired, very idiotic. We put that in the wash with all of the other clothes. So all of the clothes came out with that s- a very slight hint of smoke about them.
0: That's a nice musk. It, You're like it an wasn't, old though. fashion
1: it, it, it wasn't, though. It smelled like um, a, an old gentleman's club. Mm. And it just smelled a bit gross and disgusting. Oh, it's a comforting smell. So we kind of had to wash some of them again and wash my, like, smoky clothes um, separately. And... It was, you know, everything seemed fine. On over the weekend though, I had to put on some of the pajamas that had gone in the original wash and I was like something really stinks here. Oh, it's my pajama bottoms that I thought were clean. They're not. they really they really stink of smoke. Anyway, so this morning put on my pantalons as you as you normally would put on my jeans. And I sat down in my office for a little bit, and I was like, that smell is still around. I thought it was just hanging around in my office, because that's where we were drying the clothes. I was like, it's still hanging around in my office, smelling the clothes that are on the rack. No, this all smells fine. And then it carried on with me as I was on the tube. And I thought, oh no, my I'm wearing dirty jeans. It's my jeans that smell. Oh no, this is terrible. I'm gonna have to go to Primark and buy a new pair oh, of God, jeans. Oh, that was like a nightmare. I couldn't remember what size I was, but they were written inside my jeans. So I was trying to cycle my jeans around so while wearing Primark them. So you Primark
0: today to yeah. buy another pair of jeans.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to sort of like swing them around a little bit so I could peel it back mm-hmm. and look at the, the thing that was written. Eventually found it. Then couldn't fare a pair of jeans that I liked that were in the exact same size than I. because mean I quite like these skinny jeans now. I
0: quite feel comfortable in you them. You found the jeans and like a cartoon character... You just want to buy up the same
1: costume. Absolutely. I just wanted another pair of jeans that were exactly the same as this one. But, but smelt I, nicer. But smelt nicer, but I couldn't find them. And eventually I found a pair of jeans and all I could hear were emails in my head going like, "Why didn't you try them on? Why didn't you try them on? You've Why didn't you try, to try, them, try them, on? them on?" So I went to go try them yes. on. I went to go try them on. It wasn't my jeans that smelled. It was my pants that smelled of the smoke because they'd been in the original wash and I didn't realize. They
0: smelled so bad. I could smell them them through through my
1: jeans. That's when I realized, oh, it's my pants that smell. For our American listeners, underwear. And so then I was like, well, brilliant. I don't have to buy jeans. I'll just have to go buy a pair of like, you know, a pack of boxer shorts. That'll be so much cheaper. Six pound bloody fifty for a pair of like three pa- I'm buying pants, not a round of drinks at a very expensive bar. It's six pounds fifty. That's ludicrous money. I'm
0: not buying an island. And and that's one pair of pants. Boxes, that's for, for, for four pairs. Four pairs of boxers. Yeah. Six pounds fifty. Oh, my pants I'm wearing right now cost double that. One <laughs> pair of microfiber meundis. and we are not sponsored by them annoyingly, cost double the amount of four pairs, and you were angry I was fuming. How much do you, you expect one pair of boxes to cost?
1: All I'm saying is YouTube pays you far too much. That's all I'm saying. The
0: Civil Wardrobe <laughs> has now <laughs> gone into the Civil War drawer. It's a Civil Drawer.
1: Civil Drawer. <laughs> drawer. Draw wobe. Um. In the end, I managed to find another uh, pair of three that were four pound fifty. No, there was a pair of four for four pound fifty, so I got those ones instead. But I was I was very upset at the the six pound fifty price tag.
0: Did you think that it might not be your pants though? You might just have a smelly willy.
1: Well, I mean, there is always that option as well, but I couldn't get down far enough to to investigate that. Yeah. So, yeah, to um, remove a rib. I guess. Yeah. So, when I got to work, changed out of the uh, boxes I was wearing into new ones. Haven't smelled it since. So, I think we can safely assume it was the pants that were the problem. Problem solved. But I do feel like I've now opened up another can of worms for the Civil Wardrobe.
0: Speaking of a can of worms, I've got a. Uh... That area-related story to dive into <laughs> in for the outro.
1: <laughs> well, in which case, let's dive into the show. As Ollie alluded to, we've not recorded it yet, mm-hmm. so I've no idea what to expect from it. Which means we have to finish on time. It does. It does indeed. So uh, we're going to be asking, was that the best WWE brawl of all time? Here's the show.
2: Oh. Dig, dig, diggity, dig, diggity, it? Dig,
0: dig, diggity, on Monday Night Raw, Oliver I Davis. I think everyone wants to talk about this because the other options are getting sad about Kurt Angle or laughing at Finn Balor, <laughs> and we will do those things. Hold on, blah blah. We will do those things, but let's let's start off with positivity because after being the most overbooked feud in recent memory, mm-hmm. so many elements and weird plot lines have been crammed into the. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair main event storyline in just two months. Arrests, suspensions, injury angles, hold harmless agreements. More
1: suspensions. Royal Rumbles. Apologising. Uh,
0: Charlotte Flair being added. That wasn't always a thing.
1: Charlotte Flair winning the SmackDown Women's Championship.
0: I forgot about it. <laughs> So all of those things have have sort of derailed the momentum and I would argue have made, especially having Becky injured for so long when people just want to see her kick ass, it's cooled off everyone. But credit to WWE, in one 10-minute bout of insanity with this crazy go-home angle, which is another arrest angle, they've won it back. They've they've made this match the most anticipated thing on the card. They do still have
1: SmackDown, though.
0: Oh, because they get... Because brand split, lol. Yeah, I'm but sure. well,
1: Becky and Charlotte are SmackDown stars, so they will be on the SmackDown. Well, at least there'll be an <laughs> I don't update think on this. That's right. Because this I'll, show, have to, I'll
0: have to double check that. Because
1: the show did end with Cole saying, like, oh, is this WrestleMania match even going to happen now? Because they've been arrested and they've been booked and, and this, that, and the other. So I guess tonight we'll find out.
0: What is it with WWE? Just. Just give us a match. <laughs> Stop, I know We all know the match is going to happen. Stop yeah. saying, you want the match? You can't have the match. Kofi's in, Kofi's out. So I, um, I'm
1: split on this angle. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was very enjoyable. It is far and away the best angle they've done for this three-way feud thus far.
0: Yes, for the three-way feud because, of course, Ronda versus Becky...
1: Go all the way back to Survivor Series. That was far and away the best thing. But, like... Since this triple threat thing, since the Royal Rumble, this has been the best angle they've done for this feud since then. Yeah, together, to- because yeah.
0: because the Ronda stuff with her husband was was very very engaging. Yes, yes. But he's not. But to game. actually
1: build the match as opposed to just build one person. I you, I However, I did laugh a couple of times, and I don't think I was supposed to laugh.
0: It's sports entertained perhaps that's
1: the best way to put it when ronda drove the car i laughed
0: that was brilliant because
1: it was hilariously it it was bonkers that was the best way to describe this it was bonkers
0: (laughs) should we so that's that's sort of do a play-by-play of what happened there were a few well first of all stephanie mcmahon opened the show by saying haha i'm in the in the three-way main event as well now Psych April Fools, which would be hilarious if you know it wasn't so goddamn infuriating. It's like WWE going, Yeah, we've we've screwed this one up, and uh, yeah, hey (laughs) Uh, jokes was actually quite frustrating. But she said it's gonna be winner take all at WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. which I get they never said it outright did they that both titles both were both titles are on the line. Up? Yeah yeah they did. Cool.
1: So one person is going to walk out both RAW and SmackDown Women's Champion. They're not unifying the belts it's not going to become the unified women's champion. They will just be both RAW and SmackDown
0: women's champion. Which is the best thing they could have done if you're gonna chuck everything. If you want all those eggs in one basket, which is very much Vince McMahon's way of doing things, see Roman Reigns before we decided to like him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you just you just put all that in there and it gives you the out where where Rhonda can lose her title without being pinned. Well, I, I, if it's me, I think Rhonda
1: needs to be the one that's tapping out in order to mm. sort of cement this storyline with Becky. But also I would say that it is the best option for the corner they've backed themselves into.
0: Could you see a, a disarmer at the same time as a figure eight? <sighs> yes. <laughs> At this point,
1: yes. And I've hug. even seen some people say, oh, Charlotte will get her in the figure eight and then Becky will pin her off the back of the figure eight because mm. she'll be on her back and yeah. maybe Rhonda will even tap out while she's in the pin or something along those lines. Because what this storyline needs is a convoluted finish as opposed to just Becky winning, which is what we want. Let's have everyone sort of win at the same time.
0: Yeah. Well, up until that, so that they, it was Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey and Charlotte all tagging together. The stipulation being if they attacked each other, they wouldn't be in the match this weekend at WrestleMania.
1: My favorite thing about that was the way they described the stipulation was it was the first person to attack which kind of set it up like it was bound to happen. It was just like it's like the first person to score a pinfall mm. it was the first person to attack their teammate will be taken out of the main event.
0: But you know, they had some pretty hefty competition in the Riot Squad, a team that all three of them have beaten in laughably quick amount of times. Hey man, they beat down Becky for a fair amount of time. Just all this needed was some condiments. I thought, mm-hmm. squirt some ketchup and mustard. Absolutely, and yeah. Like a that.
1: table with one of their faces on it, That's one so of their biotis. dads on it, maybe. Yeah,
0: uh, but the that it was it was what you'd expect it to be. I thought Becky actually got worked over for quite a long time. Yeah, she, considering she, what this match was meant to be, which was just yeah. all setting up an angle.
1: Absolutely. My favorite uh, moment of commentary though from Renee was when. Uh, <laughs> when Charlotte came out with the belt and just announced as the SmackDown Women's Champion and she's going to make history, Renee said, as if we need another layer added to this match.
0: I, read that, <laughs> I wrote that down too. But she said it in a positive way. I... Hers was, because context is everything, to think another layer added to this story. <laughs> Crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. And also, Cole said that this feud really started at Survivor Series when charlotte flair took out ronda rousey with a kendo stick and i'm going like i thought it started the Raw before that when the man came around mm.
0: yeah well you know airbrushing yeah perhaps stuff.
1: But anyway yeah so they cut the yeah. sort of the baby faces kind of argued amongst themselves a little bit tagging in and out and then yeah they beat down Lynchford quite a while um, ronda's
0: facials when becky was in a submission oh, in the was, ring yeah she couldn't she couldn't look like she cared less.
1: Absolutely. And she was like propping herself up yeah. on, the, on the rings and Charlotte was doing the same thing and it would occasionally just say to each other as if to say, God, she's rubbish. Rhonda was like, fantastic. Yeah, we are way better mm. than her. And then Lynch makes this really awesome one woman comeback, essentially. She, she hot tagged herself and, mm. and ran wild on the riot squad. Did I say that right? Ran wild on the riot squad. It's a tongue
0: twister. Yes. And then I think Becky tagged in Charlotte or Charlotte tags herself, herself in. in. Charlotte steps in and Rhonda tags herself in, gets in, rolls up Liv Morgan, armbar, tap right away. As soon as the bell rings, Rhonda jumps up and clocks Boom, Charlotte in there. the
1: throat as well. Yeah, it was right brilliant. Oh, I loved it.
0: So I suppose she thought the rules meant within the match. Yeah, they can't attack each other within the match. Well, the
1: commentator said that as well. Because the match was over, so she's allowed to attack her now.
0: So why did they call the police?
1: <laughs> because it, security were getting beaten up as well. Because security ran down mm. to try and break them up. And then Becky, Charlotte and Rousey started beating up all these which security was great. Fields, which was great. All great. Then the cops came down and started arresting them.
0: Because usually there's, there's another layer there. And that's, that's the Ascension and Tyler Breeze. Yes. the undercard come out. I thought to you, break mean, you up.
1: I thought you meant the ascension, as in the literal sense of like an ascension of tension. No, no, no. No, no, <laughs> no you mean the ascension. Forgot of the on tag wasteland
0: team. tag team, Victor and Connor.
1: They were too busy earlier in the night licking their wounds from the battle royal spots. Yeah, they
0: didn't get to touch the trophy enough. Absolutely. <laughs> so they, they, they're all. Yeah, that's. I, I thought it would have been good to have them because this. I love this this angle. I'm I'm not split like you are. I thought it was. So much fun and exactly what this crazy feud needed. Uh, I'm not saying it's like the pinnacle of storytelling. I'm just saying I was not interested in this feud and now I'm very excited for it. But it reminded me, I was thinking, when when's the last time WWE did a great brawl like this? Because they went through a period where they did it all the time and it didn't feel as special every time they did it. Uh, but it was Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe. Mm. Oh, in yeah. In yeah. 2016, 17, 17 I Great think. Balls of Fire feud. And those were fantastic. And I think they had about two pull apart brawls. And part of that is because a lot of the locker room emptied and tried to keep them apart. I thought I'd, if I was to add one thing into this, apart from have this angle close the show, yeah. well, would well, no, be got, to. Got to get that
1: Baron Corbin main event in, mate.
0: Would be to have the. Uh, the 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 wrestlers run out rather than go straight to straight to the police straight to cops yeah
1: yeah uh if i was to make any change to this i would have uh removed the commentary because the commentary was very very bad for this Mm. i i don't get this mentality of having michael cole say god becky lynch is the worst i can't believe she attacked a defenseless ronda rousey i'm like she's the heel Flairs the like Lynch is the babyface. You're so, you're the babyface announcer. You're supposed to be behind the. Can you imagine if Jim Ross kept saying this about Stone Cold when he was doing all of his? Can't believe the audacity of Stone Cold to attack Mr. McMahon like that. It's yeah. really reprehensible behaviour. And then Renee to say like this is very unbecoming of the women. And I'm like, come on guys, stop making this feel lame. <laughs> this
0: isn't very ladylike.
1: Exactly. Why would you say that to build the main event of WrestleMania where they're gonna. Find- Fight. They're what? fighting
0: people. Where's Lacey Evans? Exactly. Should show them some southern manners. You nasties. Uh, so, the, of course, the police came out. They put people in handcuffs. We were just, earlier today when we were recording our WrestleMania 20 review, we were talking about the angle where Eddie Guerrero was handcuffed and Kurt Angle turned up. There's something about handcuffs that, I, uh, that are so visceral to me and I think to a lot of people. So to see Rousey there handcuffed and then Becky attacks her, and then Becky's handcuffed, and then Charlotte attacks them. I'm like, oh, they're so defenceless. And then they were all handcuffed. And I thought, well, where are they going here? Kicks. (laughs) (laughs) They then had a brawl. Like, you know when people brawl and they do all the fisticuffs, and it's just a a flurry of arms? Mm. It was that with legs.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: And Charlotte has such long legs. Yeah, She's like Hitman Lee, the (laughs) Pokemon. She also
1: had this amazing line when she was getting arrested. And it's a brilliant bit of character work from Flair where she was like, I'm going to have you all fired. Mm. And that's Because that, that is such a Charlotte Flair thing to think. I loved that moment. And yeah, and then they, they're they all they're pulled backstage and they're all struggling. And they got into a kicking contest with these, let's say, inept cops mm. that thought these two people are constantly kicking each other. Better put them in the backseat of the same car.
0: So Baltimore is in Washington. That's correct, isn't it? No, it's in Maryland. It's in Maryland. Is that in Washington? Where's Maryland? No, it's not in Washington. It's. I was just else. gonna. I was gonna say I've seen the wire, but the <laughs> the police aren't that great. Uh, but this. So that that reference doesn't work. There should have checked it out. Yeah, it's live. <laughs> I would usually cut this out. I would never have yeah. edited that out. Um, but that yes, the Washington police were not. I mean, these obviously weren't real police. What? Officers. No, they were working police. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they uh, they made a multitude of mistakes in, in <laughs> op- operational procedure here. Yeah,
1: putting them in, leaving the keys in the ignition so Rhonda could drive the car for a little bit.
0: So before that, these these three women are very, very angry with each other. And they're all handcuffed, but that hasn't stopped them from kicking. There's loads of police officers, and uh, one police officer puts Rhonda in the back of the car, thinks it's a good idea to then put Becky in in the back of the same car. And there's this great shot where you see them both there. They look at each other. There's no one else in the car. And I was like, so where is this going? Is this going to be like a buddy cop funny thing when they drive to the station? No. They just start unloading on each other with kicks and the window smashes. Yeah, Rhonda
1: kicks a window out. It was pretty (laughs) badass, really. It was great. It was so wild and Bonkers, and that's what I—that's what I liked about it. I could have really done without the commentary. Mm. And as I said, I don't I think—I don't think I was supposed to laugh at Ronda driving, but it did make me laugh. Yeah,
0: because they so Becky gets out of the a police officer wisely gets also like the police Becky officer go like, will
1: you two just calm down." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that'll defuse this situation,
0: won't it? And and he, he moves Becky around, and then Charlotte's there. They start kicking each other while that's happening. Yeah, Ronda's somehow gotten into the front of the car. And, I don't know. Is she drive him with her head. <laughs> she managed to put it into. Did they leave it in neutral as well, so she was able to go? I thought. Or so leave I, it in driver. I was already enjoying the segment when Rhonda drove the car into the back of a police car. I was like, this, this is, this, this is so great. Good. <laughs> good. And then, like, you're like, okay, well, that's, it's, it's winding down now. That's the big spot. Round, Ronda's mouthing off out of the window. Charlotte runs out of nowhere with this awesome V trigger. Oh. So you V
1: triggered her. Like the the picture of it is so good. Yeah. When I came into the office today, Randy was watching this on like the the highlights of it on YouTube, and it's so good because not only does Charlotte knee Ronda in the head. Really, really hard. She knees her in the head so hard that Rhonda cracks the the other side of her head against the the outside of the window,
0: which like the window frame bit where the yeah. rubber is, where the the window gets secured in. Yeah, that's flopping out yeah. the back when she's driven off, and Rhonda's still yelling. Yeah, at oh yeah, people. she completely no sold it. No sold that hideous looking knee. Yeah, I I mean I don't know when this was filmed. Usually WWE. I mean like with the bronze stuff with the feats of strength you have to pre-film it and you cut around it Mm -hmm. and there's like a big I don't know lifting mechanism that helps him tip over ambulances but this one I, I couldn't figure out if it was filmed before or actually live.
1: Yeah, it's true actually, because I didn't even notice that they were cutting to different cameras. Like Mm. it didn't feel inorganic. No. Like some of those those brawn ones. Very good point. Those brawn ones always do feel it because he'll start lifting it and then they'll cut to like twelve different camera shots every one second.
0: It's the difference between playing a game and like the the video the game tells the story through the action like a just cause and you feel like you're in the in the actual action scene. To a, now we're going to have a 20-minute cutscene on Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. And that's like a Brawn one. Yeah. Video game reference. That st-
1: That screen stalker so. is really rubbing off on you, isn't it?
0: What's a screen stalker?
1: It's a great it's movie. It's a great channel. A great movie and video game channel. You should all go and subscribe to it. Um, so, yeah. I, so, I, I thought it was pretty comical. Particularly when Cole said it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. It just made it feel even more comical. Yeah. But at the same time. It was the best part of this feud, of like the triple threat feud where all three of them have been involved. There was no ridiculous McMahon nonsense. It was just focused on those three wanting to kick the crap out of each other. And I really, really appreciated that. And I suppose it was not I wasn't laughing at it because it was funny. I was just laughing at it because it was so bonkers. Mm. And so I suppose, in a way, I did enjoy it. Yes. Yeah, I don't think, to answer the question of the video...
0: I don't think it's the best brawl of all time, uh, but it was the
1: best brawl of this
0: feud. I I think it's the best brawl since Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, and it's on a par. Mm. So I, I would say it's one of the best pull apart brawl things in in recent memory. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> So let's do some Patreon shout-outs. Thank you, Paulie Dangerously Jarman. Yes, oh, Paulie yeah.
1: Dangerously yeah. Jarman. The craftsman, Blake Carpenter. Yeah, yes, build us some stuff. Go
0: on, let Andy do one. You've got to say The $100 Man, C.D. Horver. Uh, the $100 Man, C.D. Horver. Yay! Kratos's forgotten son, Chris Petrou.
3: Wait, hey, Chris Petrou, Woo. we think,
1: Yes oh man el siguiente top model de gran brenta phil stopford <laughs> oh, oh man nice. <laughs> I, I got it completely wrong it's britain's next top model phil
0: stopford go on go on datson benny sato kender leon benny sato kender leon i'm actually speaking Yay! to you right now on discord Yay! the event as chris anderson to decide the best in the world oh Whoa, yes, yes there he is
1: up. ben hey now you're a rock star Hayley, yeah. yes. You should, uh, you can, listen
0: to Ramble Club,
1: where we do almost the entire song of that on yeah. karaoke. Uh, Datsun, can you say he's no jackass, Dano? He's no jackass, Dano. Hey! And
0: angry Arbel Bell Zaffery. Whoa! Yeah. Yes, Come good,
1: good, good attempt. Good attempt.
3: Dig, dig, diggity, dig, diggity,
1: and Randy Datsun,
3: hit us with some questions. I shall hit you with some questions. Uh, right, so well, prepared. I'm having to wade through a lot of people who want my merch. Um,
0: <laughs> but I
3: really wish you would stop lying on this no, channel. Precisely. Who wants the merch? Tomo, you well, we know Tomo. Tom one of our most generous um, pledgers. He, g- he gave $20 and all he said was all we want is Randy Datsun merch. So
0: I think I, I don't know how light, like copyright. Yeah, it's probably because
3: it yes, I, I don't know if you can
1: see, but it is literally the, the, the Ronda Rousey T-shirt, but it yeah. says Randy. Um, um, could
0: you just cut back to me so I can plug beer 52 because they're an amazing service and I want to show LL uh, Drinkador. Is that what we're going to call him? And he's opening spot. So he's, he, look, he puts someone in the head scissors, bottles in the head scissors.
2: Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh,
0: that's open. <laughs> This Smooth. is the uh, Belgium-style saison. Yes, I had this actually from over the, the weekend. Brand. So beer52.com nice. forward slash talk. Get your free case of craft beer from there now. It's Hit in, us up,
1: Randy. It's in the link. Des- it's, what? It's in the video description below. Link. Randy Datson, questions. Right
3: questions. Uh, Colton Holman says, which matches do you think will disappoint you at WrestleMania? <laughs>
0: um, oh, jeez. Um, I've got to look at the card, really. Uh, I um, think
1: that... It, ooh...
0: I think, I think Balor-Lashley is going to be pretty disappointing. Yeah,
1: I think that's probably a good shout. I also think there's probably going to be some random tag matches added as well, like some four-team tag matches. There's some rumours there might even be Revival versus Hawkins and Ryder added.
0: So so that's a genuine report. That, to me, sounds like someone that they went, OK, we'll, we'll just pencil in um, the Revival versus Hawkins and Ryder back in early January, when they started doing the Hawkins-Ryder team-up thing. And they were like, okay, yeah, but we'll change that close to the time with the Revival versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. And then everyone just forgot. (laughs) And now someone's announced that it's going to be that.
1: Well, yeah, so I think the report was that it might be a four-team thing, but it's not going to be Black and Ricochet, uh, who will most likely now be in the Battle Royal, I guess. Um, yeah, do you want to bring up the rest of the card? Uh, Datsun, can we have another question, please? Yes, you can.
3: Um, from XSG, uh, will New Day have to run a three-man gauntlet tonight <laughs> to uh, get Kofi into the, into the match at mania?
1: Yeah, so I said this last week. I think there's going to – because they're doing a contract signing between Kofi and Brian tonight, and they played like a video package for it tonight on Raw that like it's going to happen. There's got to be some Vince McMahon shenanigans in there where he comes down and says, I did not say which B plus player pal or something along those lines. By the end of the show, it will be Kofi versus Brian. But I think there's going to be some shenanigans before we get there.
0: Prediction. No. They're, just, they're, they're not going to explain Vince. <laughs> Last week was the angle where he just gets put in. But that was a and- really
1: damp way to get him I know,
0: in. I know. Yeah, that's it. And this tonight will just be Kofi. It will just be a straight up contract signing segment. It will be good because the promo abilities of all the guys in the ring and Biggie and Xavier will be there. I don't think Vince will have anything to do with it because they just drop things. They just drop things and then they like no, we'll, we'll do this now.
1: Yeah, remember uh, when Triple H and uh, Stephanie were involved in the triple threat.
0: What triple threat?
1: The Triple threat main event. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah, for, for the for the women's stuff, for yeah. the lady people. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Datsun, more questions. Uh, Kyle Jenkins says,
0: Leroy <laughs> Jenkins.
3: Sorry, I read that wrong. Leroy Jenkins says, No, it's not Leroy Jenkins. Why did they all put them in the same car? In the same police car? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: they didn't put all of them in there. They only no, put Becky them, uh, yeah. Becky and Rhonda in uh, because they're not real policemen, I think. Police officers, police I should officers. say. policemen officers, yes.
0: Uh, they Yeah, because they should have put Charlotte in the middle seat. <laughs> because yeah. then they wouldn't have been able to move round and kick so much there yeah. wouldn't be enough build up for the for the strength of the kicks, yeah. yeah, yeah, although Charlotte's got long legs she'll need yeah she'll need to sit in the middle, yeah, she'd have not only kicked through. out
1: the window of the car they're in, she'd have hit another car that's parked next to it as yeah. well
0: in my mind, she's like eight foot tall now mm, yeah. after seeing those legs, she'll stand up and her head will go through the roof of the car. <laughs>
3: That's it. We got any more? Uh, yeah, we have got plenty more. Uh, we got Vandalia. Nineteen ninety eight says uh, people are always saying that the NXT call ups aren't used to their full potential. Which got me wondering: Are the NXT call ups the majority on the main roster, or the min- or the minority? Because there have been so many now. Well, yeah, I think yeah, they yeah, they, they are
1: the majority now. Mm-hmm. But you, I think that you can argue that a lot of them are flattened out. Like, how many of those NXT call ups are main eventers?
0: Well, pretty much, and and every pretty much everyone is NXT anyway. Like Roman Reigns is technically NXT, yep, Seth Rollins, yep. uh, yeah, like Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, yeah. Such a well over fifty percent, if we're talking majority, are have come through NXT at some point. Um, but yeah, so many of them have been flattened out. Yeah, unfortunately, the best people were already good elsewhere, and then they went to NXT, and they were they were pretty much just as good and then they were called up and then they've been flattened out yeah uh, one more one more please Datsun. Uh one more we'll, we'll do some do more some questions more later later
3: um, let me pick a good one um, Big Loki says if they unify the women's belts should they bring back the divas belt
0: yes. A <laughs> yes just to screw with everyone yeah just to, just for the company to heel turn yeah why not
1: Why not? That butterfly belt was very attractive.
0: No, they they should name it something more derogatory than divas. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that would The women's evolution belt. The women's evolution belt. That could be the Intercontinental title, second belt we were talking about. Yes, absolutely. It's the
1: WWE Evolution Championship. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Play, play. Although knockouts, it, it knockouts will probably
1: type. look yeah, it'll probably look a lot nicer than the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal trophy this year, which looks like it's made of
0: chocolates. So if we need the obligatory and the same. The women's Battle Royal trophy is worse looking.
3: Yeah, it is. It looks like a <laughs> it looks like a giant uterus, uh, which isn't a good thing. Yeah. I feel like
0: none of us can talk about the Andre the Memorial Andre the Memorial Giant <laughs> Undercard Royal Battle without you then saying. But the women's one's worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a, it's a bit of a fun fact here for the, the rest of the office. Whenever we do mention anything, Randy feels like he has to say that women are worse. Oh uh, no! Come on,
3: <laughs> that's oh. not true. That's We're not true. Joking. We're joking.
1: We're that's joking. not true at all.
0: Okay, so said uh, did you try some of this? By I like? did. Well, actually, as I said, I was drinking this
1: over the weekend, and mm. I thought it was delightful. What did you think? Yeah, it's very, very tasty. It's a,
0: it's a saison that uh, I'm not usually a, a, a light beer man, but that mm. is very tasty and. I I Hoppy.
1: like Belgian beer. Because Belgium actually, yeah, you know when I said like my top three places in the world were um I say it Toronto but I actually meant Vancouver and New York, Vancouver, and Liverpool. I've got to put Ghent in there as well. In mm. Belgium. Ghent's amazing.
0: So that's number four. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's number four, yeah. Tanned heel on Ghent. Well, I mean it's it's All not the world is my favourite place. It's not my home
1: away from home like Liverpool is, and it's not as like uh, I, it's not as like I really want
0: to live here, like Vancouver or New York. Now we're live. We can do this. Any people from Ghent? <laughs> Any people from Ghent watching? Uh, There's a delay. I'll let you know about 20, 20 seconds. <laughs> anyway, should we carry on with raw? Hey, what up? What, what up in Ghent? <laughs> what, what up, people in Ghent? Ghent? Shane McMahon. It's great to be here. So
1: Stephanie made her announcement that uh, she was going to be part of the WrestleMania main event. Psych, April Fools. It's winner takes all. Both championships are on the line. Um, It was a very, very short Stephanie McMahon promo. I think that was for the best. Massively. Yep, chef's kiss. Love that. Very good. Then Brock Lesnar came out for a promo segment with Paul Heyman um, and Paul Heyman started doing the introduction and then said, oh by the way I'll be doing this next Monday as well, which I thought was a really nice line. He's great. Uh, he, and
0: and he, again, he, it's the same stuff. I'm so bored of these promos, but Heyman delivers them so well, yeah. I still listen. And it he it it just adds enough each time to make me feel like I'm listening to something different. Yeah. It's not his fault that he has to do the same angle year in, year
1: out. Have you seen that video of Ronda Rousey backstage playing the saxophone? No. Oh, it is Wonderful. I'll show it to you later, because it is genuinely... It is genuinely hilarious. And Rhonda is so funny within it. Fake playing the saxophone to people backstage. And Braun, like, starting dancing along with her. <laughs> but there is a Paul Heyman sort of promo towards the end. Which is... It's the best bit of the video. Pretty, is it
0: in her series? No,
1: no, no, no. I don't know where it was from. I, I just saw it on Twitter. But it is genuinely very funny. I'll check it out.
0: Uh, but the... Yeah, so Paul Heyman has said this before. I don't think he means what the word means when Brock Lesnar's going to violate Seth Rollins. He said violate to a few Brock Lesnar opponents. Yep. It just the word the word means something different to me than I think it means to Paul. Yeah.
1: It's the same way that you uh, don't think the decimate means what other people think it is, although everyone has been correcting you since you said I that.
0: Did I get it wrong?
1: Well, people have just said that's what it used to mean, and the, the meaning of the word has now changed.
0: Linguistics can change, that's sure. That's, well, maybe that's fine.
1: maybe violates
0: has, has also changed
1: linguistically. Okay. Well, I hope it has. <laughs> I, I don't want
0: anyone violating anyone at WrestleMania. Not particularly, no. no. That's, that's not what I'm tuning in for. Um, but he said not only will he win the title, well, retain the title, he'll also end Seth Rollins' career.
1: Yeah, so there's multiple careers on the line in on this show. Also, if you wanted any evidence that Paul Heyman is writing the scripts for Ronda segments, um, he has Becky's line where he's like, Brock is going to have his foot on the chest of Seth Rollins and his title hung right up in the air, which is almost word for word what Becky said the other week. Yeah, with
0: with the skull, yeah. on the skull under her foot. Um, then Seth Rollins came out and cut a good, fiery babyface promo. Good Seth promo. Where he talked about the boys in the back and the WWE fans all wanting Brock to leave because he's sort of just been such a dampener over the the main event scene. And Brock walks past him, laughs brilliantly, and Seth turns him round and just kicks him in the dick. (laughs) And I thought, no, 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 he didn't didn't kick him in the dick, did he? Because he's a babyface. Yeah, And I, I...
1: My notes were he kicked him in the gut.
0: Yeah, I thought that surely that's that's a st- kick to the stomach and it just looked weird. Yeah. Fine. And then a few moves later, Seth takes a crazy German where he he gets like an extra bit of air yeah. after leaving Brock. It's going to be a good match on the oh, Sunday. Yeah. Those two. But uh, yeah, then he gets up and just clocks Brock in the balls.
1: Low blows him again.
0: So I, I find this problematic. I thought Seth was a babyface.
1: Well, you have this problem with Eddie Guerrero as well, because you said that he's no. a garbage wrestler that no one no, actually likes. Uh, <laughs> no, I
0: did not say... I love Eddie Guerrero. I just think that when he lies and cheats and steals as a babyface, that jars with me. It jars with you because he's a garbage person and you don't like him that anymore. It jars with me. But, I, OK, I see the argument. It just doesn't work for me, mm-hmm. because that's Eddie's character. Seth's character... Hasn't been kicking people in the balls. No, he's not. He's not Shinsuke Nakamura. He's not Undertaker in the Brock Lesnar feud. No. I mean, that is, to be fair, that is Lesnar's only weakness, I think we've found. Oh, yeah, hit him in the Brock. Hit him in the dick. But uh, I just, yeah. So, and then Seth laid out Brock with a curb stomp. And I just feel... Yeah, I just... I, I don't think Seth looked great having to kick him in the balls to get one up
1: well i think because seth's winning this weekend i think you need to protect brock in some capacity granted i, don't know if I said this look i said this, these exact words last year but with roman reigns instead we were like well roman's definitely yeah, winning yeah. right so it all depends on whether brock is or what contract brock's got these days but i'm still fairly confident that seth is winning this coming
0: sunday that, why, why does that validate him punching people in the penis? Because
1: you don't want to make uh, Lesnar look weak going into the Mania match where Seth's then going to win. So you have to cheat to make Brock to, to get the upper hand here so that then he just can beat him straight on Sunday.
0: I think Brock has looked strong enough. The last time they, they had an interaction together, it was Brock F5ing him that was six like, times. That was like
1: five months ago. That's well out of people's memory now. Okay,
0: well I have an issue with it. Uh, then we got Sasha Banks, Bailey, Natalia, and Beth Phoenix versus Nia Jax, Tamina, and Iconics. Iconics, and they all had a match, which I I, I didn't mind. I, I thought Beth yeah. looked great.
1: Beth was the star of this uh, match. Absolutely, she looked she looked brilliant. I mm. thought she was great. Like to have seen more from the Iconics. They were essentially there to be beaten
0: down. Totally. And then they lost, which is I think mean, that's exactly what's going to happen on Sunday too. Oh, I want them to. It's win. weird of all the people. WWE wanted like why is this a four-way? If you're gonna have the women's battle royal and the iconics haven't been booked in any way as close to this this kind of prominence. Well they did beat the tag champs. Last week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. But you've got Nia Jackson Tamina, a heavily featured act on Raw. You've got Beth Phoenix and Natalia, they're the legends, so that's a big deal, and then you've got the champions. So I guess the only reason the Iconics are on there is so WWE can go, no, look, it is, we have built this division across two brands.
1: Yeah, As a, yeah maybe that is the case. Because it is, it, it's that the, the WrestleMania 20, we're referencing that a lot because we're reviewing it for our Patreon podcast, but um, they did loads of like four-corner tag matches on that because, like mm. well, we need to get people on the card, even though it would have been better, and this is from the words of Bruce Prichard, it would be better if we'd have just had two of those teams there. And that really is what this feels like. It's a feud built between Bailey and Banks and the Divas of Doom, but there are just two other elements there as well that are kind of detracting from that.
0: Yeah, but Beth did look great. Uh, she tackled Tamina through the Timekeeper's area yep. to, uh, and that got a You Still Got It chant, and then she hit the Glam Slam on Royce for the win. I
1: thought they were chanting that at the barricade The You Still Got It. Because, because it, it still it's get- a great spot. It is, and it got taken out, and it still get- it gets back up each and every week.
0: <laughs> um... So yeah, so the, the, the baby faces won there and there was some sort of tension between the champions and the legends afterwards. Yeah,
1: I liked when, because it was Beth that got the win and the first thing Bayley and Banks did was demand their title so they could hold them up in the air mm. and show that, yeah, you may have got the win, but we're the champions, so yeah, we're better than you, clearly. But
0: it's a bit of a dud. It's a bit of a dud feud.
1: Yeah, to answer that question of what might disappoint at WrestleMania, mm. I mean, this is getting max six minutes, eight minutes maybe, not yeah. within, not with entrances, or oh, maybe even with entrances. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania, I think I'll be happy not to hear that one Republic song ever again.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not fun.
1: Nope.
0: It's not. Give me the green light. Because I'm, I'm ready, ready to go.
1: go, go, go. I can still remember the dance routine. Yeah, da, 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 <sighs> Uh I'll be yeah, be happy not to hear that one. Although I think it's better than the other one. Uh, What was last year's? No, 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 because they've got two themes for WrestleMania. There's the one that's for the video package that countdowns the amount of days, Mm. and that one is a lot
0: worse than this one Republic song. Why can't Elias just do everything? He's a Grammy award-winning artist. I suppose Mm. you could always ask him. Um, So next up we had Batista. (laughs) Big Dave walked down to the ring wearing a red jacket and he had his red sunglasses indoors i think it was just a gold nose ring mm. not a red nose ring he wasn't
1: heel mode today <clears throat> because he was in his hometown of dc yeah,
0: yeah so it was it was a, home state. a a difficult balance to strike because he i guess was it wasn't smackdown 1000 in washington last year and he was very warmly received there mm. i'm pretty sure he was that it was because that was one of the many amongst many ridiculous reasons why batista wasn't invited to be on that show sooner It was in Washington. Yeah, yeah. So he comes in and really, for this story, you don't want to show Batista getting cheered too much. Mm -hmm. So the way they worked around that is had Batista come out, stand in the middle of the ring, introduce a video package. Oh, he'll move. But it actually worked for his character because it was a video package that he'd obviously had a hand in making because it was just him saying, you've never beat me, Triple H you never beat me, Triple H. Yeah, it was the you same, never beat me,
1: Triple H! It was the same audio clip, just played over and over again as Batista kept pinning, pinning Triple H and mm. beating him up. I thought it was a great, great video package.
0: Yeah, it was very good. And then it cuts back to the ring, and Batista just says this line. Hunter, kiss my ass. Throws the mic down, and away he goes. Yeah. What a badass. Yeah, so th- that's smart, because you say any more, I think the crowd would start to cheer him and, and get behind him in these... In the promo. Uh, but as he walked out, he slapped a few fans' hands.
1: I was expecting a hunter appearance here. Mm. I was expecting them to do like a not so much a, a pull apart brawl because you don't want to take away from the one in the mania triple threat main event. But I did I was expecting a, a triple H appearance here because it seems like a very weird go home angle.
0: That's my problem with it. It was you know, this was solid stuff, but it's a go home show for WrestleMania. And we have very high expectations for this. Which is our fault, because they never do good go-home go home shows for WrestleMania. Uh, but yeah, you, this is a Triple H storyline, so you, you'd think you'd have more of an angle. Yeah. This wasn't an angle. This was this not,
1: was a promo. This wasn't Give Me What I Want. No. Uh, Elias was outside the MetLife Stadium and said that everyone would be talking about him at the
0: end of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had... Then we had... <laughs> I didn't know what was happening for the first part because it was Apollo Crews versus Jinder Mahal in the ring. Right. But it was surrounded by everyone in the Andre, the memorial giant royal battle. Yeah. Huh. And I, I thought, okay, so it's a lumberjack match. Yeah, I could see where you got that mistake from, yeah. And then I thought, it's a gauntlet match. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was thinking. Because it was over so quickly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because it was Apollo Crews won very quickly with. A very cool-looking D'Lo Brown-style frog splash. Yeah, lowdown, uh, man, yeah. Yeah, that one. I, I really like that that uh, tweak to it. And I thought, OK, so who's in next? But that was it. He just... Apollo posed with the trophy. Why would he have the trophy?
1: Why Because it's for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That
0: match wasn't. Well,
1: no, but he's posing with it because he's saying, I'm going to win it, and it was moved around for him to pose with.
0: But why was it... Po- I just didn't like it. And then the B team get in. Like, what could mean more of nothing? And they're like, no, we want to pose with it. And then the Ascension, more nothing. Like, no, we want to pose with it. And then everyone brawls. And nothing means a thing. Titus O'Neil looked good for a bit. Didn't he just? (laughs) Titus O'Neil just cleared
1: house. Yeah, so the WWE undercard were surrounding the ring to promote the battle royal. Well, apart from Braun Strowman, because he's an actual star and it shouldn't be around all these jabronis. Mm. Because... Really, this battle royal is being built around Braun and the SNL dudes. So these guys matter even less in this battle royal than they usually do. And um, poor old EC3. I felt like EC3 had this demeanor about him today that has I've given up. Mm. And I, I don't care anymore. Because he was completely no-selling the match. It almost looked like he was making fun of it. The this backstage segment he has later on... Felt like he was just completely mocking this whole thing.
0: I got, we'll get we'll get on to that. I guess we'll we'll talk about that later. But Apollo stood tall in the end after the brawl and overpressed a sing brother to the outside on Jinder. Um, yeah, Jinder was of course involved in the Gronk angle a couple yep. of years ago. They played a re a recap package of the Gronk thing from that Battle Royal. I think that was twenty seventeen WrestleMania thirty three. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, yeah, the theme park one. Mm, and there's, but there was no Mojo Rawley here, so I don't know. I feel like Gronk's going to get involved in this somehow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the if Jinder's being built up as a big thing.
1: <laughs> Jinder's being built up as a big thing by beaten by being beaten Look, very quickly he was here, on, and he was beaten very quickly last week by Finn Balor. You call that being built up?
0: It's more than the ascension. <laughs> it's focused. more than everyone hey, else.
1: Connor was like undefeated last oh, yeah, year. Point.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, and I can't wait for this latest Apollo cruise push to go nowhere. Absolutely. Must be about four times now. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yolanda Adams will be singing America the Beautiful, which I imagine will be very nice. They said she's like Aretha Franklin, so mm. I'm very excited to hear what she sounds like. I'm going to count. I'm gonna probably Spotify
0: it. I'm going to count the number of...
2: Well,
0: like Every time she changes pitch, because yeah. that's how you can tell. By staccato, f- from, is that what it's called? No, staccato is short uh, and... I think so. Yeah, staccato is is short and punchy. I'm a drummer. A I'm not a rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the um yeah, I'm gonna because that's how you can tell how good the American anthem is sung by how many riffs people mm. do on that one bit near the end. Yeah. Datsun,
1: you're a singer. What are those things called? When you when you do like the
3: like and you go like like the Mariah Carey the warble. Uh, uh, do you know what, probably, uh, you know, key change, I don't know. There's not a key change, That's like, well, she didn't stand up of, out of her seat. Um, I guess just, I
0: don't know. No, I, Do you know what, I have no idea. Research. <laughs> yeah, You can be like uh, Jamie on the Joe Rogan podcast. Look that up, Jamie. <laughs> uh, then we got Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. Or did we? Because <laughs> what's the point about getting excited? But look, they... they Hey, you got your Rey Mysterio match. What more do you want? They promote all these matches and then they're like, nah, we're still going to give you Baron. But we're <laughs> definitely going to deliver on Baron, but we're not going to deliver on any of the ones you want to see. Yeah, But, you know, maybe I don't want to see them because it's been quite depressing watching Kurt wrestle. But again, like I, few weeks. like
1: I said last week, maybe tonight we're going to get Kurt and Rey versus Joe and Baron in mm. a tag match to promote both of those because they've not exactly done a lot to build Ray versus Joe for the United States Championship.
0: Have you noticed how you don't often get SmackDown stars on Raw? Oh, sorry, the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You don't often get Raw stars on SmackDown. Well, that's because they're actual stars. But you get a lot of SmackDown stars on yeah. Raw. Datsun's got um, his yeah, hand up. Is-
3: Stand it out. Uh, well, I didn't, but people have. Um, it's called a vibrato. Oh, oh I was so or close. Some people are saying it's called runs, but I think that's um, something you get if you eat too many curries. Vibrato. Mm. Yeah, I was
1: very vibrato. close. Very close. Yeah.
3: Thank you very much, everyone. We very much appreciate
1: your yeah, who input. Who needs
0: Google when you've got super chats? Exactly. Because
1: we think, well, actually, I would say these people are better than Google. Yeah. I Overall, mean, these people probably pay taxes.
0: Yeah. Uh, but like Google, you can pay to have your results <laughs> stick at the top for longer. Uh, so Kurt Angle came out. He said this is the last time he'll be on Raw, mm. which was a weird thing to say because, I, I, you know, he's been wrestling the matches. And up until now, he's been saying my last match on Raw. But the last time on Raw, I mean, I don't want to see him back as an authority figure. He was crap. But also, we don't have our authority figures anymore; they're antiquated. Of course, um, but you know, th- it was weird that that way of phrasing it suddenly seemed a lot more final. Yeah. I just assumed he'd be backstage or doing something afterwards.
1: Yeah, no, I've got to agree, and like, especially with the announcement, he's going to be at Starcast 2, mm. uh Really does feel like this is kind of the end of the road for for Rangel, and maybe that was always it's the, the Avengers intention. Endgame. Yeah, and that was always the intention of this. But it's weird because. This farewell tour has been so underwhelming that it's never actually felt like it was a real farewell tour. He hasn't even got a t-shirt with
0: all the dates. Well, he's got a new the... one now that says, thank you, you suck. But he should have the dates and the matches of the farewell tour on the back. Uh,
1: yeah, Maybe. that would have been good.
0: But he, he, he says quite genuinely from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And then he introduces a video package. This was Okay. And because it was such a good video package. And God damn it, Kurt Angle is great. Was great. Yeah, absolutely. It was Ugh. just like, it was the most
1: amazing video package. And that's I've like, right in my notes, this farewell tour deserved so much better. Mm. Because these were like so many great moments in there. Even showed like some of the comedy moments like Sexy
0: Curd and Cowboy Curd, the milk truck and things like that. Well, Triple H's talking head said, hey the best thing about Kurt Angle is that he can poke fun at himself. I was like, oh, what? Not the Olympic gold medal he won. Not the fact that he was one of the best in-ring wrestlers in the company at the time. Oh, yeah, it was that he could do comedy segments. Well, no, because you've got to remember,
1: in Triple H's mind, Kurt's not handsome enough for Stephanie to fall in love with him, therefore the storyline has to be dropped. I should probably be the champion again.
0: Um, so this this was, I mean, there were so many clips. Like you've you've said some there, the face-offs with Shawn Michaels and Brock Lesnar, The Undertaker, the and oh. yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're, they're even like you know an out of character American badass thanking him backstage, which is really rare, rare to see on WWE's product. Um, him hanging out with Cena, uh, The Rock, at uh, the belly to belly on Shane McMahon through the King of the Ring oh, glass. Mate. God. Rough and bump, that. <laughs> but, then, but then, you know, you, you get all that stuff, and then he goes, and then I broke my neck, so I had to go away. Yeah. So bit. <laughs> <That's... laughs> yeah, 11 years.
1: Yeah, essentially, it was, I have to go now. My planet needs me. <laughs> like,
0: saying, yeah. the cell being lift off. You have that bit, and then it sort of, you know, goes down to black... And then it comes back, back. up. Hey, Is I return. The I'm, I'm back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, eleven years main eventing TNA, oh, IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Nope. none of that, mates. Nah, it just disappeared for a bit. Some of his best matches ever.
1: Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> He just rode off into the sunset for a little while. I don't
0: get they they get TNA footage for episodes of Table for Three
1: well that's a network thing it is for hardcore fans hardcore fans will know that he went to impact <sighs> but Raw's designed for casual fans oh, who they saw him on Raw one week then he disappeared and then came back 11 years later so in their minds he did just disappear for 11 years you're
0: right you're right you're right so um, it comes back from that me and that, Vince are right on the we're like yeah. we're so in
1: inca- I hate you Bruce Prichard.
0: <laughs> so it comes back to the ring after this really really touching video package and Kurt looks emotional. He's, his eyes have welled up, and I thought, you know what? I, I hope they just let him have this moment. <laughs> nope. Baron Corbin out quicker than what's quick? Sonic the Hedgehog. Quicker than Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> and on a very fast treadmill. And he, uh, yeah, he, he says, "You're old. You can't move properly anymore. And I'm gonna beat you on Sunday." And I was like. Y- you're right. <laughs> um, he is old, and he yeah, can't move the, anymore. It's like the
1: man in the ring struggles to put his jacket on.
0: Yeah. So I just thought sometimes, like Chris Jericho, always says said this in his first book, and it was a, a real eye opener for me that when you cut a promo, you don't want to like really chip away too much at your opponent because if you beat him, you've beaten a nobody, and if he beats you, you look worse. Yeah. So when Baron said those things, maybe maybe I'm just saying that because I love Kurt so much. Uh, But I just thought those, those were, no one looked better coming out of that sentence.
1: I just figured that Kurt Angle was weepy because he realized my final match is going to be against Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. And let's be honest, that, I know a lot of people are very, very adamant that it's not going to happen and it's going to be John Cena or it's going to be The Undertaker. But it's starting to look very likely that it is just going to be Baron Corbin.
0: I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm already resigning myself. It's Corb's. And then if something else happens, I can be... Should have said that for the most disappointing match, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm already disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And my expectations are low, Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to be more disappointed when it happens, I guess. I've already given up there.
1: And the rumour is, rumour and innuendo is, that the John Cena match is a very closely guarded thing. It's like only top brass know what the John Cena match is. So... Maybe it is going to be a Baron Corbin thing. Maybe mm. it is going to be that Kurt just beats him quickly, and then John Cena comes out and they have a short match or something along those lines.
0: But even then, it's not going to be good. No, like Kurt's just not. He looks like he's going to fall apart. But it's a better farewell match. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. I, yeah, it's it's just all bad. There's, and it may, there's no good things coming out of this. And we we've talked about this. We only talked about the fact
1: that Rey Mysterio is part of this segment because I, because Rey, sorry, that's what he says when he comes out. I is it?
0: Yeah, he kind of said a a, a noise.
1: <laughs> I love saying noises. Yeah. Um, yeah, he comes out and Kurt and him uh, sort of send Baron packing, and it's very it's announced later on that it's going to be Ray versus Corbin instead of Ray versus Angle, um, which
0: ended up being the main event of the show. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. What a roller coaster that was.
0: Uh, then we got a Charlotte promo backstage about the match later on. Oh
1: no! Then we got. An amazing Charlie Caruso segue yeah, oh. where she said, well, tensions are rising between those three, just like they are in our main event. <laughs>
0: These, She doesn't know how to operate a segue. No, she does not. And I'll be honest. It takes 10 minutes to learn. It really
1: does only take about 10 minutes to really find your feet on those things. After 10 minutes on that segue, I was like, I want one. Mm. I want one, and I want to travel around all the time. I want to be like Job in Arrested Development and always be on this thing. I
0: think because the, the, the major thing you don't want to do on a segue when it's leaning forward is lean further forward because yeah. that will just propel you faster. Yeah. That's what happens with Charlie Caruso. She, <laughs> she starts the segue. She gets too much into it. She's like, where am I going to go with the heating up of the main event segment? That,
1: Into a wall. that was my worry when I was going to high-five Jushin Thunder Thunderliger while on a Segway. I
0: suddenly thought, <laughs> "Don't, don't hurt Tushin! Don't hurt Thunderliger! Don't run him over!" Can you imagine if you just freaked out? You, you you would have gone round because you had already been leaning to yeah, the right, like, taken out the whole new Japan oh, I know. roster.
1: I genuinely because it didn't happen. It was fine. I just went past Thunder Liger and I gave him a high five and I kept a steady pace the entire time. But I have like waking nightmares of me like crashing into Rocky Romero and Kashida and like ruining his NXT career. Mm. And Dusan Thunderlike is retiring now. I might have had to make him retire early. Genuinely, like like waking nightmares. Yeah. I think about that.
0: I've got a recurring dream about Triple H. I bet you do. Saying, saying that it's time for my match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't know, I don't know what match, <laughs> what match, and he's like it's time for the match. Yeah, and I, I get in there, and I'm really good. Oh yeah, yeah, but who's yeah. It's it actually, it like works out really well. Who's yeah. it against though? It's it's with Kurt actually. Oh yeah. So, Again, yeah, we have a yeah. He carries me through it. Oh thank God. Yeah, no, it's nice. He's very good. It's it's, it's, a, it's a yeah. It starts off very scary, but then it's actually really okay. <laughs> it's a good. It's a weird dream. Uh, but then we got Ricochet and Alistair Black, of course, the well-known established tag team from NXT, taking on the, the Revival.
1: But this was a new version of Alistair Black and Ricochet because this tag team now has sound effects on their entrance. Do they? Because this is, they weren't getting over through their matches. So now to get them over, when Ricochet pulls back his hood, lightning sounds go off.
0: I thought there was something different. Is that what it was? <laughs>
1: that's what it was. I went back and watched it a few times to make sure I'd heard it right. And then when Alistair Black's making his entrance, there's a big creaking sound as like the, the coffin I thing I just comes thought there up. was
0: something wrong. Yeah. I heard the creaking sound.
1: Yeah, no, it's, they, they put sound effects on there now because that's uh, what's going to get them over.
0: Okay, the ricochet one works, I think. Of course, the sound of thunder, not the sound of lightning.
1: You're absolutely right. Do apologise. But the,
0: the, the, the Alistair Black felt a little bit monstrous. <laughs> 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 or the sounder in Home Improvement. Yeah, but actually that had, was the
1: Adams Family, not um the monsters.
0: Um, they had uh this was for the Raw Tag Team Championships, which I, I do you want to be doing this seven days, six days before WrestleMania? This is what you ask for. You but always they, they, say rather yeah. than
1: put them on WrestleMania, you put them on Raw beforehand to feel like it's a big show.
0: But they're going to do another match for the Raw titles at WrestleMania. Well, we don't know that for sure. Okay. Well, if they haven't, it was a YouTube thing, and YouTube stuff seems to be
1: out of continuity. So I don't know. It'll probably be announced on Saturday after we've done all of our predictions.
0: Mm. These four had a great match,
1: didn't they? It, just... w- it was a very
0: good TV match. Oh, um, loved it. Built very steadily through one ad break. Um. Like, obviously, Ricochet is the most visually impressive. He did this crazy sent-on over the ring post to the outside, yeah. which was just, just incredible. Um, but for me, this was the revival. It's it's the revival, just this solid heel, little bits they do. They're like the foundation of a match. And, like, while everyone's looking at the the, the crazy roof, I'm like, damn, that's a solid, solid build. Solid on the base there. there. That's not going to go anywhere in the wind. <laughs> So I just, I, I thought, you know, shock. I think the Revival are fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, much
1: like Kurt's, revival, uh, Kurt's farewell tour, the Revival deserve better. Mm.
0: They, they, they won the match. They did.
1: Uh, I mean, they still don't, still aren't getting an entrance, no. despite being the champions. But yeah, you know, they did win. They won via countout because Ricochet went to get back in the ring, but Scott Dawson had hid under the ring and grabbed Ricochet's feet so he couldn't get back in for the ten counts.
0: It was a good, like, yeah, I like the finish. It's a sort of finish where I'm like, oh, I can't wait for them to have a proper match.
1: Yeah, like a no, a I thought match. they were going to announce like a, a no count out match or like to, to use this finish to set that mm. up.
0: But- the problem is they, they've had, if I'm not mistaken, they've already had a lot of proper matches.
1: Oh, yeah, this is the third match they've yeah. had.
0: So what are you going to do? Um, but Black and Ricochet stood tall at the end and beat them up with their finishers. Uh, then we got Charlie Caruso trying to talk to Ronda Rousey, but she was too busy shadow boxing. Yep. And try, trying to cut a promo while shadow boxing, which made it more terrifying. Yeah. She's so good. Mm hmm. Um, sorry, th- was that? I thought Datsun, Datsun got excited.
3: Do you want to do a question, Datsun? Uh, I, I mean, I've got some, if you would like some questions. Got on, then, might as well. I mean, there were a lot of people from Ghent earlier. Um, really? No, pro- oh. probably not, but oh. they're saying they're from Ghent. Well, if you, <laughs> you are actually from Ghent, your town is lovely. Um, Good beer. Jamie Lavin, Levine, possibly, says, uh, should Kurt Hawkins break his 269 losing streak at WrestleMania? Yes, if it had been built up as a storyline.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it would have been perfect if they focused on that over the last couple of months, but they, yeah. they completely dropped it. So I, I don't want them to do it
3: no. at WrestleMania. It would feel like a really damp way to finish yeah. it, just out of the blue. One more. Uh, yeah, we got from XSG who asked me earlier as well. Uh, could Black and Ricochet theoretically? Well, they, they mean they could, but should they win both the Raw and NXT tag titles? What do you think? If that happened. Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, (sighs) the NXT tag titles mean a a heck of a lot more than the Raw ones do. So I think winning those would be a big applaud it. But um, yeah, why not?
0: I don't want them to win the Raw tag team titles. I don't want them to win the NXT
1: ones, in all fairness. Because
0: that just solidifies them further as a tag team. They shouldn't be a tag team. I feel like people are going to forget that they're amazing singles competitors whose gimmicks do not fit each other. I well, know they've both got sound effects. Well, yeah, well that's undeniable. That is, that is a, great, a great thing that Kevin Dunn has undoubtedly added. Yeah. Uh, uh, so up, after that, we got Alexa Bliss backstage talking to Tyler Breeze and EC3.
1: Tyler Breeze's new haircuts. Mm. And a very bored-looking EC3. And this, So you don't think that EC3 was mocking this
0: segment? No, I, I thought EC3 performed... Because he's great at comedic delivery and facials and stuff like that. I thought... Him talking about how funny Saturday Night Live was, and then Braun Strowman turning up and completely going deadpan and stopping laughing, couldn't have been done better.
1: I, I'm going to very much disagree with you here because I <clears> thought EC3 was because I thought he was mocking the SNL guys being funny, and it was only when Braun Strowman showed up and said, "What are you laughing about?" that I was like, "Oh, oh, he was meant to be laughing seriously at the at the SNL stuff."
0: Mebs, Mebs. Uh, I th-
1: thought EC3 was past the point of caring here.
0: So, this was EC3's first speech on a show that isn't the pre show. And it wasn't just Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the point of that gimmick? Well, he's dead in the water now. He came out for all those Moment in Bliss segments and he didn't say. A a moment on Bliss? Moment. What did I say? Moment on Bliss, I think. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh, and, and then Stroman turns up and he goes and. Shouts at two guys who he says, yeah, I'll challenge you to a match later on. You can be the Colin Jost and Michael Chase stand Yeah. So they were just backstage runners yeah. in Fabe. Poor guys. Colin Jost, did you know he's dating Scarlett Johansson? Lucky bugger. <laughs> The Black Widow.
1: <laughs> and so here's me thinking, like, how have they not tried to get one of the biggest stars in Hollywood involved in this Somewhat Just a skid at home. Of them, like him training with like Scarlett Johansson trying to get him to do like the Black Widow style training that she's doing for Marvel movies.
0: That's the only reason David Otunga was employed for years. Right? Because he had Jennifer Hudson. Exactly, yeah. yeah was married to him. Um, then we got a Roman Reigns promo backstage. Dasher says. Oh, good, it was Dasher. Um, so this was. Yeah, okay, so it came out. We're talking of segues. So I wrote this one down. Yeah. Came out of the Battle Royal stuff with Braun Strowman. To Dasher, the battle royal is really heating up. And now for my guest at this time, Roman Reigns. <laughs> it's not a segue.
1: Not, she's even worse at this than Charlie is. You're just
0: saying what happened, and here's another thing that's currently happening.
1: I want you to do all of your segues like this on tomorrow's news.
0: Sp- <laughs> Speaking of the Kurt Angle retirement match, TNA. Oh, no, that, that, that works. And so it's muscle memory segues. <laughs> from I can't not do them. Um, so, yeah, Roman Reigns is talking about how he's 100% clear. Uh, he barely gets through that sentence when Drew McIntyre attacks him.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Drew McIntyre, um, they call him the Scottish psychopath. Someone did tweet me, but it was over the weekend, and I cannot remember. I really do apologise for this, but they really did make me laugh when they said that their dad and he keep thinking they say Scottish psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> which now I can't unhear. So. Scary Scottish psychopath has now become Scottish cycle path. The cycle, path. <laughs> the cycle path, and it just sounds like a lovely day out.
0: Yeah, isn't um, Tommaso Champa used to be the Sicilian psychopath? <laughs> so the Sicilian, Sicilian cycle path. path. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. Problem uh,
1: is, it's because of my, I had my northernness beaten out of me, so I say path mm. instead of how it's properly said, path. Uh,
0: Drew McIntyre here was impressive as always. I kind of keep forgetting this match is happening. Yeah. And this wasn't a, this wasn't even a, a proper segment. You know, Roman wasn't out in front of the crowd. He hasn't been effectively booked since he came back from leukemia. But
1: I will say this. Come yeah. WrestleMania, this is going to have a video package before it that's going to make it feel like the most epic of feuds. Yeah. And it will be years, 20 years down the line, there will be a new generation of wrestling fans that will be going back through the WWE Network and watching this show. And they will see that video package and they will think, man, what a hot feud. What a hot and brilliantly booked feud that was!
0: Coming off of his leukemia battle, exactly, and then he had an amazing Drew wiping out of the bat.
1: Drew wiping out all three members of the Shield. It's going to be a great it's, video package.
0: It's it's. I, this, there's so many things going in WWE right now with the the main event stuff and Kurt and all these things to to discuss. That I feel how. Not mishandled, but just how ineffectively Roman Reigns, coming back from leukemia, has been booked. This should be main event. This should be really big and featured heavily on the show. But he's not even the main thing in his feud. It's a Drew Dean Ambrose feud, if anything. Yeah. Well, then we had the uh, the, the women main event segment, which was just brilliant insanity. It should have been the main event. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, then Bobby Roode and Chad Gable are in the ring. I'm like, is this... A Snickers commercial? (laughs) Should I write notes on this? And then Heavy Machinery walked out too because they were called up recently.
1: Yeah. Do you know who else was called up recently?
0: Lacey
2: Evans.
1: Yeah. Corey Graves, probably my favorite call of the whole match because he clearly was not serious when he said this. Oh, during a match when Lacey Evans made her (laughs) entrance. And and like what a terrible job Lacey Evans did of distracting people because she distracted no one and she just Thanosed away and the match continued like nothing had happened. Do you
0: think she was meant to walk out in a different match?
1: She was meant to be facing Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. That was one of the planned matches for, for WrestleMania. It's the whole point of this walkout thing.
0: Yeah. So the Lacey Evans walkout played into nothing, and Otis and Tucker pinned Chad Gable. Crowd were dead. Um, And then Braun Strowman came out. Oh, Rude looked despondent. Yeah, oh, Rude, yeah. Well, I don't know if that was him because he's unhappy (laughs) or because they're playing up a Chad Gable and him split. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Yeah. I I got that. Uh, Braun Strowman was down next to kill two people who weren't Michael Che and Colin Jost.
1: Yeah, um, killed them with a double power slam. Looked impressive. Crowd liked him doing the big
0: run around spot. Yeah. Um, Then Bobby Lashley came out. Here we go. Uh Charlie Caruso is interviewing Bobby in the ring about Balor winning and Mania and getting a title you're shot rubbish. against him. Hey, Bobby, you got Jinder Mahal got beaten. That was a stupid decision to choose Jinder Mahal. Why did you choose Jinder Mahal, you stupid man? Why are you such a dunce? Yeah. Shouldn't you be better than this? Do you want a towel? You're so sweaty. Why are you so sweaty, you nervous? Are you getting this on me?
1: Why are you why are you sweating onto me?
0: Do you remember Impact? You're much better in Impact. Yeah.
1: Hey, why don't you show us your butt again? That was a good gimmick, wasn't it, Bobby?
0: Remember when you told everyone that you were going to face Brock Lesnar <laughs> and that was the reason you signed? They're not going to do they're that. Gonna they're do never going to no, do that. No, they're
1: not, because you're rubbish. They
0: don't think that highly you're of you. You're a
1: terrible, terrible human being.
0: So Leo Rush answers for him <laughs> and just says that... Uh, it was word for word what she said. Yeah, uh, Rush was like, it was a fluke that Finn Balor won and all this nonsense. But
1: what about the rumours that the demon is going to be mm. here? And he
0: said, I don't care about demons. Uh, So Finn Balor appeared on the Titantron. And he said that he's a man that has demons. And (laughs) smoke started to fill
1: the shot. Snoop Dogg walked in.
0: Yep, Snoop Dogg walked in. Um, I was making some food in the (laughs) oven. That's usually where that goes. And... Yeah, the 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 smoke cleared and Demon Baller was there, <laughs> and he well I, there was a voiceover who said, "Now my demon will become Bobby Lash's nightmare." Te- turned into the demon. It looked lame, and just when you thought, "Well, that that's hokey," he went. Bah. <laughs> he
1: said, "And I quote." Dad, <laughs> <"Bah." laughs> can you give us your best uh, Baller? <laughs> yeah. Someone named Maud said <laughs> it would have been so much better if he'd have gone. What's up?
0: <laughs> yeah, so this, this, was, this was rubbish. It this was, was rubbish.
1: But I laughed so, so much. I had a proper hearty chuckle at this. It genuinely made my morning. Mm. Because I just keep thinking now of, and it makes me chuckle. So when does Bala deploy the demon? Well, when you've got a really big challenge on your hands, like Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. Or but, Leo Rush.
0: I don't think SummerSlam was even for a title.
1: No, it wasn't. I think it's because Corbin had been doing some stuff as GM, maybe.
0: So it's a thing. It's a thing that's happening. Uh, I would have preferred they just what we we don't know, and then Finn Balor appears as the demon at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I mean this match is going 16 seconds. I think this is going to be. They've got a lot of matches to get through. This is entrance, kick, shotgun, drop kick, coup de gras. This is Sheamus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, whichever one it was. This is going to be over very, very quickly. It's all about the entrance. It's Undertaker at WrestleMania 20. It's all about the entrance. The match itself doesn't matter.
0: And the main event after several just boring segments after the fantastic women's brawl was Rey Mysterio versus Baron Corbin. Just before that,
1: I thought it was worth noting that they've taken pictures for everyone at WrestleMania Doing this. Like, yeah, oh no, not so not just those fancy graphics. Those so th- are
0: really good. Those are
1: really cool with this sort of like busting out of yeah, like the yeah, New York yeah, skyline yeah. because the Bedlife Stadium is in is in the shadow of New York City, because it's actually in New Jersey, but they don't want to say that. Um but they've taken like pictures of people, sort of like profile pictures of them posing there in their gear as match graphics. And they've got new photos for everyone, except for Shane McMahon. Even Brock Lesnar has a new picture for these graphics. Shane's there every day. Why didn't anyone take a photo of him?
0: Yeah, because he's still got the same same gormless, half-smirk babyface picture.
1: I don't think he had a picture taken with the tag belts either. I think no. they just used the same one and photoshopped the tag belt onto yeah. his shoulder. Well, Does he just not like having his picture no, taken? No, no, Is he a vampire?
0: No. WWE's graphics department don't care. We've been through... <laughs> That they have to change so many graphics because of Vince McMahon changing his mind all the time. they have just like, you know what? They're, they're, I'm just going to drag and drop people yep. and do nothing other than that. It's like
1: me and you making thumbnails. Exactly.
0: Hey, they're not putting yellow circles on <laughs> it. <laughs> oh,
1: that's their error.
0: That's what needs to be on the WrestleMania poster. Oh, Yellow arrows <laughs> just everywhere. Uh, So Rey Mysterio versus Baron Corbin was the main event of the Go Home Raw of WrestleMania 35. So
1: I went on a bit of a roller coaster with this because Baron Corbin and Rey Mysterio both made their entrances. And I thought, well, I don't think this is the main event. And then I went over, I I looked at the video, I looked at the time left on it, and I was like, there's still 20 minutes left of this show. This clearly isn't the main event. Mm. And then they kept going, and I thought... But surely it can't be the main event. So I looked again and I was like, no, 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 there's still quite a bit of time left. This definitely isn't the main event of the show. It was the main event of the show. This was your go-home angle for Raw into WrestleMania was Baron Corbin beating the challenger for the United States Championship, Rey
0: Mysterio. That's. I mean, they had... I like Rey wrestling. I, I always like Rey wrestling. Yep. I like Baron wrestling. This would have been a fine second-hour match. Uh, but, it, it like, it, you've got different expectations when they're in this slot. And, yeah, Baron just beats Rey Mysterio clean. No Kurt Angle stuff or anything. Where was Kurt? No Samoa Joe stuff. And now if Rey beats Samoa Joe, which I'm worried he will. Well, because no, Dominic's turning heel on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Joe's looked pretty rubbish over the last few weeks since winning the belt. That United States title is cursed. So Ray, so now it's like okay, so Baron's above Ray, who's above Joe. It just it made the U.S. title feud look lame. Yeah. Um, and so even when Baron won, I was like, okay, there's two minutes left. <laughs> He's gonna get attacked by someone, and that's gonna be the replacement, and Kurt Angle's gonna be facing them for WrestleMania. Come on. And then Kurt attacks Baron. I'm like, okay, so Kurt's gonna attack him first, and then the real challenger's gonna come out. And then Kurt just makes them tap, they do a, a replay of the women's main event segment, and then that's the end of the show.
1: Yeah. Not the hottest of endings I've ever seen for a, 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 just any episode of Raw, but let alone the go-home show for WrestleMania.
0: I said in my review, maybe that tug-of-war wasn't so bad.
1: <laughs> you know, sometimes Ollie Davis... You do have a point, and you do make a lot of sense. Uh, before yeah. we do, our Patreon shout-outs,
3: Randy, Andy Datsun, ha- hit me with some questions. Yes, let's. Uh, I mean, Tomo, who I'm starting to think has too much money, just gave £20 pounds to say, <laughs> blah, again. again. <laughs> um, right, well, let's, let's all do it together.
1: Blah! blah.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dan, or Dam5271, gave us $50 just to say... Oh, hello, mate. uh, You guys are... Oh, no, sorry. You guys F at percentage sign dollar ing rock. Okay. Hello I was worried from, he was just going to say nasty stuff. Hello from Ohio. He <laughs> hate to say, you guys are idiots. I hate you. Charlie Caruso us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. No, he says hello from Ohio, so that's nice of him. Yeah, well, Ohio nice. versus everything. It's um, not Ghent. Dan Sky says, was Demon Baller being revealed on Raw a mistake? Should it have just waited until... Yes. Yeah, 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 I'd say so, yeah. It should. Um... Nika says, uh, "Will Pete Dunne get called up if he loses on Friday?" It's actually it's pronounced Nike. Mm.
1: No, it's Nika. N i k e.
0: Nika. I think. I think. Yeah. Now's the time. Like he's been ready for the main roster forever. Technically, it's kind of already debuted on 205 Live against Enzo Amore. Well, that was on Raw though. So I think if he's heading
1: anywhere, he's he's having a lateral move to 205 Live.
0: Oh
1: no! Triple H wouldn't let him.
0: I don't. I don't think. Okay, Alistair Black ricochets a massive chamber. Yeah,
1: and the, the rumor is now that's where Gargano's going. Once they've decided what they're doing is Gargano's going to 205 Live rather than the main roster. So I, I think he's heading for a unilateral move and just going to 205 Live.
0: Give us three more,
3: Randall. Uh Three more. Um, How many have you got? I've, got? I've got three. Oh, perfect. I think. Um, why not have both Brock and Ronda as Heyman guys, as like an MMA thing? an excellent excellent idea that's from
1: mr. one so the um, oh I think he's one of our patreon uh, pledge hammers actually came in quite recently um, I recognize the name mm. um, I mean the rumor always was that Rhonda wanted Heyman to be her mouthpiece because of her condition she doesn't like cutting long promos she feels uncomfortable cutting long wordy promos so she wanted a mouthpiece and she wanted it to be Heyman Heyman's writing all of her stuff anyway so it just sort of made like uh, just made sense yeah. But it just makes. It sense. It just made sense, but I guess they didn't want that.
0: Yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. It'd be weird to align Brock and Ronda. Like, I like them independently pairing with Paul Heyman, but I wouldn't want them as a faction altogether yeah, walking yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, let's go. Jamie Levine, again, who
3: asked earlier, but he uh, has asked again, should they do something with EC3, perhaps as a jealous, you got my push kind of thing with another guy who got like he, he suggested Alistair black he kind of gets jealous at him for having a push i mean that
1: would really bring down black at this
3: point like rather than like elevate ec3
1: which i guess would be the idea of it that feels like that would really like derail alistair black but actually at the same time i don't think it's the worst story at least it would be a storyline at least it would be something
0: um that's just draft him to smackdown fresh start superstar shakeup. And then just start presenting him like an upper mid carder. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Jepsonen asks oh, uh, the yeah. chairman of the board. Exactly. Uh, he
3: asked a question which was also last asked, asked, which was also asked last week, uh, which was, "What's the best WrestleMania snack?"
1: What's the best WrestleMania snacks? we need to think about this for our live streaming of WrestleMania. Mm. Thank you, Jer, because that can now segue us into pushing our very, very busy schedule for the WrestleMania period, where we're going to be live streaming NXT on Friday, live streaming the G1 uh, on Saturday, live streaming WrestleMania on Sunday, live streaming the Raw After Mania on Monday, live streaming NXT, sorry, sh- SmackDown, after Mania on Tuesday, as well as live streaming all of the Wrestle Rambles as well. So we're going to be doing two live streams a day yeah. for five days straight, and we're actually going be li- we're going to be live every day up until next Thursday.
0: I think on um, yeah, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of live streaming. So live stream pay per view reactions and then reviews later in the day, uh, and also because that isn't enough, if we can figure out how to live stream game capture footage. We're going to be doing 2K19 pre-shows on Screenstalk. Exactly,
1: live so streaming stuff on Screenstalk as well. But to answer Jer's question, what are we going to have as mania snacks?
0: There's pizza count as a snack.
1: That's food. Yeah,
0: that's more of a food-based thing.
1: Yeah, I like, um, I can't remember the company they do, but they do those little pretzel bite things. They do like jalapeno pretzel bites, and oh. they are delightful. Yeah. Those are excellent. Are they spicy? Well, I mean, they're jalapeno-flavoured, so if you're like a wuss, then yeah. Ready salted. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, back in my meat eating days, it used to be Haribo Starmix, but that would just make me feel very unwell mm-hmm. because you just eat too many of them. Like, uh, what you don't need at 4 a.m. is Haribo Starmix. When we did, uh, me and my friend did WrestleMania a few years ago, we just like. It was after the Randy Orton-Bray match for the championship, we thought, God, we need something that's going to keep us awake here. So we went into the kitchen and just cooked up a mountain of beige food. And it was all just like chicken nuggets, chicken poppers, jalapeno poppers, all matter of deep fried brown things. And that put me through all the way up until the uh, Roman Reigns Undertaker main event where I started to fall asleep again because a carb crashed.
0: The, the Iceland special. Oh, mate, yeah. yeah. Although
1: I think it was from Asda. Hmm. The Afterswafters and the Podswafters have all been waiting with bated breath to hear this story. I'd imagine no one has listened to the last hour of inane chat about what it was ahead. what was a fairly boring episode of Raw in anticipation of what is presumably a very exciting story about your Willy.
0: So I I whether to tell this story. <laughs> because I think it's it's funny and it, it helps. It helps to share what an idiot I am mm. with everyone. It just makes me feel like I just feel like I have to apologize to everyone if I do something stupid.
1: It's our own personal wrestle talk mm. get better.
0: So um I'm a hairy man. Mm. It's been and, noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you check out my arms on, on uh, not not where it matters, not on the top of my head, but everywhere else insanely hairy. Mm. So it's quite a intense, strict hair care routine, mm. grooming rate routine okay. that happens in our house. Every week, I have to lay down on the bed while my lady partner plucks hairs from my eyebrows. Oh, mate. It's still, my eyes still water. I'm not surprised. When she gets underneath oh, no, the brows. no, thank Um, And you'd think the brows would get used to this. Mm. No, just that they they are trying to fight against it. (laughs) And they grow more week to week now, which Mm. means more plucking. It all hurts. And then there's, there's stray hairs on my back, which have just started to be a thing over the last four months. That's age, man. 31 now. I get long, wiry white hairs that feel like they're made of plastic just sticking out my body at various points. Anyway, a couple of months ago, I decided... I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna trim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna trim in other places. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've been doing my my armpits for a while, you know, years. Really? Just because. Well, if if I get if it's if I sweat a lot. Like I did last summer where it was insanely hot. And it was very hot. That smell, I feel, sticks in my armpit hair. These are like the T-shirts that you said, it
1: just sticks to the T-shirt and then you can't wear that T-shirt ever again. Yeah. That ento and cast one.
0: Exactly. Like they're just, there's only so many washes a T-shirt can go through. (laughs) But for whatever reason, I don't know, this is just anecdotal. If I shave my pits to the bristly length and then I put on deodorant, Mm -hmm. then... The deodorant sticks better, it applies better, and everything works a bit better. Okay. So I thought, hey. What's know, maybe,
1: wrong with you? May,
0: maybe I maybe I I try that down low.
1: Yeah, for 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 what to what end?
0: I don't know. It's just like that's an area that also gets apart from my armpits mm-hmm. the sweatiest. <laughs> Absolutely. Just from day to day chafing. Betty Swallows. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I thought. Well, I started off with scissors. This mm-hmm. was like you know four or five months ago.
1: This is exactly what people tune yeah, into this yeah. podcast for as well. This is this is the this grooming is, part. This is premium content. Of Queer Eye. We would usually put this on Patreon. This is a hip tip. <laughs> and might be actually a good hip tip because those hip tips are rubbish. Not,
0: telling me what your spirit animal is. It's not a hip tip. <laughs> have you tried
1: eating a salad?
0: Yes, Anthony, oh, Well, that's not. where I've been going oh, wrong. Oh, absolutely. I was always going wrong with that. So, uh, starting off with the scissors, uh, as we know from... Molly Holly, mm-hmm. Molly Holly's match against Victoria. Use the scissors, and then you eventually get down to the clipper. Absolutely. So I have I have been going further and further <laughs> down over on a monthly basis. I've got a recurring appointment in my to-do list <laughs> called body groom. Yeah. last Friday of last Sunday of every month, mm-hmm. and um, I I I, I, w- I got home last night and I was just not paying attention, and I it was it was too far in. Before I realised I was on the lowest setting. (gasps) Oh,
1: no. Oh, mate. And and there's no going back from that either. No, no, no. You can always cut more hair off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you can't go the other way. You
1: cannot put the toothpaste back into the tube.
0: So what's happened? (laughs) Two weeks out from a marathon where chafing is an issue and you don't want bristles. Absolutely not. Anywhere.
1: You do not want a scourer
0: is uh, I now just have a, a, a sort of bristle, not not even baby skin. It's not a, because it's a, it's a trimmer. It's not like a wet shave. No. It is just pure, tiny, stubbly bristle in a square <laughs> just around that area. And I'm so hairy everywhere else. So it's really noticeable. It's just like white skin in the middle yeah. with bristles mm-hmm. like Desperate Dan <laughs> yeah. is on my groin. Yeah, yeah. And hairy everywhere else, like long, inch to two inch long. Before hairs. the calf, before the cat everywhere else. Yeah, so that's uh, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, what did your lady partner make of all this? She laughed, and then she went, "Oh no." <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's not. A, it's not. No matter what uh, you know, social so- social norms tell you. It's it's not attractive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably maybe not, I'm the only guy. But maybe it's not attractive because it's uneven, and like bristly it, like, and bristly yeah, yeah. exactly. Like people don't do it down to bristles; <laughs> they, they go from either one extreme yeah. or, or to other. They don't they don't go somewhere in the middle.
0: It's just awful. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's uh, it's horrible to look at. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, you'd, you'd think that would make things look bigger. But sometimes it exposes. <laughs> it exposes. That they're not not ex- that big at all. It
1: exposes the business.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's uh, maybe that's a new part of the podcast. <laughs> well.
1: Um... Yeah, Great
0: grooming mistakes.
1: Exactly, yeah. Well, we did open up the barbershop window. Yes,
0: this falls into the barbershop, barbershop window at home. I
1: suppose, yeah. yeah. We did actually have some barbershop window emails that I never got to because 80% facts kind of took over mm. everything. But uh, maybe we'll, we'll explore that again.
0: Well, shaving one's armpits to better apply deodorant. That's an 80% fact. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's true.
1: Mm. Awesome. Well, well, more of this kind of chat tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, for the SmackDown review. It is a very, very busy week here at WrestleTalk, and you, my friends, will benefit from this busy, busy week, because not only are you getting the SmackDown review tomorrow and the NXT review on Thursday, you're going to be getting predictions for NXT TakeOver New York, and you're going to get predictions for WrestleMania, then you're going to get NXT Ramble reviews of NXT no, wrestle ramble reviews of nxt takeover new york g1 supercard wrestlemania raw after smack no raw after mania smackdown after mania and nxt as well so we are going to be on in your ears every single day for the next week and a half sometimes twice a day and
0: you're probably thinking well that's not enough well don't worry go over to the YouTube channel when these shows are happening because we're going to live stream us watching a show. You're not watching the show. You're watching us watch the show. This is a thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a thing for a while.
1: And you might be thinking to yourself, hey, that's almost too much content. But we here at WrestleTalk, we say no because if you are one of our pledge hammers on Patreon, Ramble Club is now available for our $10 backers and our currently nearing four hour it's likely going to end up being five hour review of wrestlemania 20 will be live in the next couple of days so there is no shortage on these two idiots saying words that will be fed into your ears and indeed your eyes but until then take care i love you goodbye